0: My name is Andrew. You are listening to Episodic Memories. Sitting across from me, it's the brutal warlord of Wii TV, Mark Gonzalez. Mark! Andrew, I'm doing great. How are you? Hanging in there. Yeah. Hanging in there.
1: It's getting the end of September already. Very much. Uh, Halloween's just around the corner. Halloween is just around the corner. And uh, I'd like to assure all of our listeners, Andrew and I will have our annual spooktacular. <coughs> oh, what? Uh, we've oh, already written it out. Oh, boy, have we? done most of the recording. Oh, man.
0: So it'll be fun. It's going to be great. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a great time. We're going to have a great time listening to all the spooky stories that we got coming up. In the annual Spooktacular. And if it sounds similar to past year Spooktaculars,
1: it's all in your mind, baby. If it it's sounds all like in your mind. the left audio track is simply the first one yep. and the right audio track is the second one. Uh, That's on you. That's on you. You should check with Stitcher yeah. or iTunes or whatever you listen to. Because we have
0: a, it's brand new. Yeah. Where it's going to be a big three
1: hour Spooktacular. It's a mini series event.
0: Yeah. So tune in. It's over Stars- the course of
1: several weeks. Not other than Gary Simmons get him. He, it's a non-speaking role.
0: Oh. Well. Yeah. Really?
1: Hey, I worked hard for this deal, okay? But don't take it from me. If he's there, you can feel his presence. Why are we paying SAG rates for a man that's just
0: going to stand there?
1: Because he's a star. Lieutenant Dan. Seven out of 20 hours of the stand, need I remind you? Yeah. CSI... New New York, York. yeah. Apollo thirteen. Yeah. Okay. I know. I know. But yeah. yeah. But you won't hear his voice anywhere on the on our. But he's there. He's there. there. Take our word for it. He's there.
0: I all right. Look forward to that. Yeah. Hopefully, we have more very special guests to announce in the near future. We have a lot of deals pending. A lot of deals because we have
1: uh, the, the script. They've read the script
0: and they the love it. The Script is written. It's and done. They and, love it. They love it. Been circulating the rounds. If you haven't read it, you must not be in the know because it's been. It's on the blacklist. Mm-hmm. It's on the goddamn blacklist. The show, the blacklist. Yeah. It's, it's
1: red. Has to find. He's, he's holding it. In some mail and he's like, "Where's? Where's?" And it's under a script and he's like, "Oh, there it is. There it is." Yeah, and then he goes about his. But it's, yeah. it was there. But it was it's on there. the blacklist. Right.
0: Mark, we have a letter Oh, regarding last, our last episode, uh, which uh, centered around Tales from the Crypt, HBO, <in>. <grit einem> <Da-da-da-da.
1: laughs> Blaaba. bat, Blaaba. alligator, oh. werewolf now, oh man, that's just a bloodhound, oh, it's my neighbor's dog, God. it's loud.
0: Hounds? You can't. If you're living in the city, you can't have a hound. You can't have a hound. You can't have a hound. They They need to run. They they make noise. They need energy.
1: They need exercise. God, no. That's a shame. You should call the city on them. I don't want to.
0: This is from superfan Mike Gonzalez. Superfan. Mike Gonzalez has this to say. Hi, fellas. Hey, Mike. Love the last episode. It was a real walk down memory lane. I can't remember if it was me or our older brother, Tony, who was telling Mark the Keeper was a real guy, but sorry for the childhood trauma on that one.
1: A little late now.
0: Then again, can you really blame us? I mean, the kid version of Mark just believed anything you told him. That was pretty dumb. He's a pretty dumb kid. <laughs> I can't help but wonder if that's why Mark grew up to be so skeptical of everything we told him later in life. A small price to pay for a few laughs shared between older brothers, I suppose.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's lifetime of trauma for a couple giggles that's that's right. a good trade off well i also enjoy that mike is able to say maybe the reason mark doesn't go to family functions is because he doesn't believe anybody's actually going to show up
0: oh he, th- he thinks you're screwing with him now
1: i no i think he thinks that i think that they're still screwing with me so they're like we're going we're going to Tahoe for Christmas, and mm-hmm. I'm like, sure you fucking are, sure you fucking are. <laughs> no, look, like, look on Facebook. We want to episodes. see you. We're, the whole family's gonna be there. Yeah, real yeah, fucking man. Yeah. Yeah, then yeah. who's holding their bags at Terminal Six at the Tahoe Airport? Ho- airport. This asshole. Nonetheless, Mike goes on to say,
0: "This episode got me pumped up for the annual Spooktacular you guys usually put out. Yes, is that happening again this year?
1: There you go, Mike. As we've There's established, your answer. It's, Gary Sinise. Yes, says yes, yes,
0: yes. Apparently, so. Silent
1: nod." He's, uh,
0: do we have to pay him s- SAG for showing up on this episode?
1: Every time I mention him, no. we have
0: to pay. Oh, God.
1: So if you have like 10 grand on you, he'd like it I sooner, I don't. I don't. You know lighter. I don't. Just, you got it.
0: Rock on, Mike. Mike, thanks so much for writing in. Yes, the spooktacular is in the mm-hmm. works uh, here as we record M- mid-September. Hopefully mm-hmm. we can... Yeah, well, we turn something. Just, just, you know, just got a write It's every you know, it's, Jar Jar is is a funnier character. It's a funnier character, and, and we've ever had Jar Jar. the spooktacular. We can and, get Char, we can Jar get Jar working, and I think all the pieces will fall into place. Mark, we're talking about episodic memories.
1: Yes, Here. for those who are new to the format, Andrew and I will watch. New season previews every week. <laughs> wow. And debate what's... Right? Is that what we do That's on the show? That's what we do on this show.
0: Mark, uh, this week on Episodic Memories, usually we watch something that we've never seen before and try and figure out what the hell's going on. But, considering it is mid-February and we are the TV mavens... What? What?
1: What? What? You said it's mid-February? Mid-February. You know? Sweeps week. <laughs> sure. It's also mid-September and uh the it's tv gurus, like my like my grandfather always i said it's mid-february somewhere that's it's just go out you'll find it yeah uh because of the tv gurus that we are we decided that we would go
0: ahead and take a glimpse into what's coming up this season on the broadcast networks by looking at a wonderful piece of footage call you know of the the show preview the show sizzle reel the show trailer. We watched all the trailers for all the new upcoming shows. We watched broadcast. extended
1: previews. Yes. some, any, Most of them about two and a half minutes. Some of them up to six minutes, which I thought was a slog. It's, it's a
0: little bit sloggy.
1: Of the new batch of television shows that will be showing on the broadcast, networks broadcast this network. This year, so this year. Fox, NBC, CBS, ABC, CW. That's correct. Um, Andrew, before we get into it. Let me ask you this. Yeah. How did they used to do this? Because now it seems like they're all just on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And if you want to see what's up, what's coming up, you just tune into YouTube and you watch it.
0: How did they used to do this? Um, It was probably a lot of print. Right. Uh, They might send out, you know, uh, they would just cut these trailers a lot of times for the press. Right. And so, like, the Television Critics Association tour, or, or you'd get, like vhs tapes that had all of these kind of trailers on them uh they would go ahead and uh put those on there but they would also i think you know probably have bigger extended uh showings that they would show in like commercial slots you know after
1: would they like attach them to the end of a show like if you were showing like they're showing a two and a half men Maybe like Stay tuned for... and they'd be like at the end of the rerun, they're like, "Watch this extended preview." Maybe would they uh, ever do that? I you mean, think?
0: I don't, I don't, I don't know actually. I mean, I think, I think a lot of it depended on like a lot of commercial rotation, so that's why. But big... would there
1: still be these two and a half minute commercials, or would it just be? Hmm. 30 seconds. I don't think so. Supergirl's flying around. Look at her go. That's just one fox.
0: I mean, they would probably, more than likely, they would cut these things for advertisers. Right. So that's where you would get these bigger extended cuts. But for the the actual viewers, I think they had to rely on kind of press and print media more than anything else. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Um, Because they didn't really do that thing like they do for, as we've talked about, for like Saturday morning cartoons where they had, like, a big block. And they're like, here's what's coming up. Yeah. So you just kind of had to find it. That's why lead-ins were so important, I guess. Yeah. They're like, here's perfect strangers. Hopefully you'll stick around for... Or whatever
1: shit we give you next. Yeah.
0: Shovel open up. Open wide. Yeah. That's what they say. So, uh, yeah, we live, in a, we live in a new age where... I think we live in an age where the, the average viewer can definitely become more savvy than in years past, when you just kind of had to stumble upon a new show.
1: Yeah, well, the networks also have to beg for us to watch their shows now. That is true. Whereas before, they were like, you got a TV, what else are you going to do? You, you going to talk to your brat kids?
0: No. You're not going to do that. I can tell you that. I can tell you that you right, had eight right years now. to talk to your brat kids. Yeah.
1: Haven't done it yet. You're going to watch this shit. Oh, yeah. So now they're like, we've got star power. We've got we got the biggest name in, in film, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> That's right. You want to see Wesley Snipes, don't you? Yeah, I guess so. Like, I want to. I want to say no. I wouldn't say no. Is
0: he? Is he? Are we doing a major league sequel?
1: Sure. Yeah. If you want? <laughs> okay. Cool. Get those fucking
0: writers back in here. <laughs> um, Mark, what? Uh, what do you know? about any trends i mean obviously we watch all the material but well, let's
1: talk about we'll talk about the trends at the end all right do you want how do you want to do this Do you well, want to just go through the list well, that you've got i've got
0: it i've got it broken out here man. all right let's dive right in in the segment we call hey hey hey, hey what's going, going on here
1: in television what's going on here
0: 2015 Mark what the year smell it man get it together yeah. so many things going on Mark the way we're going to structure this is I've broken this out by days we'll start with Sunday oh, okay we'll jump around the schedule and we'll uh, we'll touch we'll touch the base Lord's day touch base on several different shows and figure out what the hell is going on with these new shows cuz every single year it seems like you you know everyone's like oh yeah there's tons of trends but when you look at the list the stuff that got that actually got picked up and sent the series you're just like what the, f- what the fuck is happening on broadcast oh the, oh
1: the stuff that gets picked up is there's no way to predict yeah but this I'm definitely seeing trends in what they're putting out
0: well sure well pilot season what well, you can kind of read those trends but then when it gets picked up it's just like put,
1: put put it there it's just whatever anybody wants to watch sitcoms you know. are back in a big way game shows. Whatever. Live, live televised events.
0: Because you can look at uh, well, and that's part of the. I mean, that's the the good and the bad of broadcast television is they have to appeal to everybody. Where AMC, A and E, uh, TBS, TNT, they can target. They can be very hyper focused. They're
1: like we know what our we know what our fans are going to want to watch.
0: Yeah, people like lit. Housewives throwing glass of wine in each other's face. Yeah. That's what we want. So say hello to the wine throwers. Ooh. Mark, we start with Sunday. It's the beginning of the week.
1: Chardonnay. Hey! Ooh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. It's Pinot Grigio. No. No. Pinot Grigio. now. Greasy. Oh!
2: oh. Ow! Oh. Mark won't.
1: Man. Merlont. Ooh, that's good. Merdon't. Okay,
0: here we go. All right, let's go ahead and jot this down.
1: These are just episode names.
0: Sunday, 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 Mark. We start with
1: ABC. Okay. 9 p.m. Disney's ABC. 9
0: p.m. We watched a trailer for Blood and Oil. Blood and Oil. Blood and Oil. Here's your log line, Mark. A young couple moves to North Dakota to strike it rich after a discovery of a lucrative, untapped oil field. Butting heads with actor Don Johnson.
1: Right. Playing Mr. Don Johnson. Basically.
0: uh, This this show, uh,
1: this is a a soap? Yeah, it's a Dynasty. Dynasty, Dallas. Falcon Crest type show. I watched this trailer i want this extended commercial i don't want to call them trailers unless they're for movies and they're in movie theaters andrew just gave me a big thumbs up in agreement what are they saying, trail mark saying totally ag- agreeing with what i'm saying okay um i kind of liked it you kind of liked it Blood but and oil. i didn't like the problem was i didn't like the commercial because there's this real heavy vo That's like, here's everything that's going on on this fucking show. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm watching what's actually going on on the screen. And I'm like, okay, I I like the idea of there being like, there's this desperate guy and his girlfriend. And they ain't got no money. And they're going to strike it rich. It's like a modern day Western. Yep. You know, they go to a boom town. Delroy Lindo's there as the sheriff. And Don Johnson is the like the god of the town yeah effectively he's the
0: al swearinger of the town
1: no he's the um the hearst from season three of the town Uh. he's the very rich guy who runs everything and he's got an estranged son who he hates and this new guy is going to supplant the son as like the favorite child these are all like classic like romanticism with you know romantic writing with a capital r yeah, like that all sounds good, but you've got this real heavy-handed narrator that's like, a millionaire is made every single day, and if you're not with Goodwill, you're fucking out. I think that's a line.
0: Sometimes you have to play dirty to get, get filthy rich. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's, ugh. My, that's the line I wrote down here. Oh, yeah, it's so just, fucking awful. It's over the rate. top, but it looks it looks like a nice show. It looks. Um, I think it looks it, looks... It,
1: it looks very good. It will probably not last no. past the mid-season no. because it looks expensive. Yes. And if they feel like they have to, if ABC feels like they have, this is what they have to cut, like hammering home every single detail about the show, like I, I wouldn't be surprised if there isn't an extended scene where somebody's like, so how does oil turn into money? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it seems like the the network's just going to mess with this to shit. And just be like, can the dreamy people bang more? But like not on screen. And be like, sure, whatever you want.
0: This show is created by Josh Pate, of who course. is a
1: co-creator
0: of USA and later sci-fi's Good vs. Evil. I don't know if you remember G vs. E.
1: Uh, I remember G vs. E, but I don't remember <clears> that it was <throat> called Good Versus Evil.
0: And NBC's Surface, which I had to look up. I don't remember this at I don't know all. What Apparently two thousand five, two thousand six it was Kind of in that vein when everyone was looking for their next lost. Yeah. And so Surface was about a submarine that discovered something mysterious underneath the ocean and then, like, unleashed, like, a monster into the ocean or something like that. i do not sure. It sounds sounds great. So there's your pedigree there. Um, Yeah, this seems like... ABC seems to be kind of focusing on their... They want... They've done well with how to get away with murder and, this, revenge. you know, revenge, these kind of overarching soaps. So I think maybe in that vein and everyone loves North Dakota. <laughs> Am I
1: right? Well, that's, I've read a couple of articles about it and like this kind of thing is like happening. Like, yeah, there are these, these, are, these towns are insane boon towns that are just filled with booze and whores.
0: Teachers are in high demand in North Dakota. Mm, they will pay a pretty penny to get up there because they just. I'll teach it, you, Brad. It's 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 growing so quickly that they just can't keep up with the demand because yeah. people are just flooding it. Then we move to ten o'clock. Still on ABC. Still on ABC for the premiere of Quantico. Quantico, this looks bad. An agent training at Quantico is framed for a terrorist attack and must clear her name. Right. This is what it was pitched to me my my research as Homeland meets you want to take a guess The Recruit Grey's Anatomy I guess So the trailer we watched uh had a bunch of like sexy students yeah. at Quantico they're like fucking and and doing fucking each other sexy things
1: eating each other's buttholes just so much butthole butthole things that's what the kids do that's what they do it's real uh and then but
0: we're cutting in between so i guess the stuff at so quantico is where they teach these high level recruits these for the
1: fbi did you notice who the teacher was played by
0: gary sinise
1: star of hemlock grove oh no uh the guy no vampire man not, no. Um, Godric. Oh God, I don't one?
0: remember anything about Hemlock Grove other than I just disliked Didn't it. Didn't like it. All right.
1: Well, somebody from Hemlock Grove is in it.
0: Uh, so the stuff that will be in the past is the, the stuff at the school, and then the stuff in the present in... Is oh. going to be the tear. So those are flashbacks. We're
1: seeing, they'll be cutting Ugh. back and forth
0: between the two.
1: Now I dislike it even more. So
0: that's your hook on that one. Great. I thought
1: I thought that the first thirty minutes of the pilot was going to be her training at
0: Quantico. Yeah, and then escape. Then to like, become the fugitive.
1: Yeah, and like Mike Michael Winslow's there. No, the he's ho- doing funny funny noises.
0: More than likely, the hook is because. She's told that every one of the students that she trained with in her class at Quantico is a is a uh, suspect. As a suspect, but she's the most, she's number one, the number one suspect. All right.
1: So she has to find the other people and figure out who blew up this building. So
0: and... I assume as she tracks down her leads, we're going to cut back and forth between who didn't, right. who said that they weren't who what they said, and blah, blah, blah. I guess. Uh, so, yes, home. And yeah, you can definitely feel the homeland. We, we need something like that, but not, not homeland. Please, God, Lord, no. Lord, no. No. Oh, dear God, no. She, she's like, it's, like, it's like jazz. She's just, she's just constantly string, stringing together things. Yeah. This is, uh, was created by Joshua Safran, executive producer on one of your favorite shows, Gossip Girl. Oh, of course. Showrunner on the second season of NBC's
1: Smash. People liked Smash two seasons smash was popular right no oh currently smash was on right currently rebooting fame for a lifetime isn't that just smash
0: but now it's got the show it's got fame now it's got the name now it's got fame
1: they're gonna live forever Fame. i was under the impression that smash was a reboot of fame
0: yeah, but they didn't. NBC didn't want to pay for it, right? So they're like, so now he's like, "Fuck it, we'll just make our own show,
1: Smash." But now the guy's like, "I've got a great idea. Yeah, let's do it again. Let's time, let's with reboot, fame. let's reboot Smash. Yeah, and call it Fame. <laughs> we'll call
0: it Fame. That's great, Mark. We move on to Monday. Monday, manic. this is another manic Monday. Yep. CBS, Columbia Broadcasting System.
1: Mm-hmm. Tiffany Network.
0: Uh, they are trotting out one of their new sitcoms entitled "Life in Pieces." Life in Pieces, which I believe is going on at eight o'clock. Uh, we are going to see.
1: This is a sitcom revolving around a family. Single cam sitcom revolving around a big family.
0: Hook of this show is that we will that they focus on kind of characters recounting their story, like. Sure. From multiple angles, like Rashomon.
1: No. No. Not. I actually saw an episode of this twenty times because Ooh. they were previewing it at work. Yeah. And it was stuck in one of our one of our returns, <laughs> so for like several hours, I could see everything that was going on. Mm. Every episode has four sections, not acts, but sections. Sections that focus on a different part of the family. Mm-hmm. So part one is the like 'er ne'er-do-well son part two is the son who just had a kid part three is the daughter whose oldest is now going to college and part four is the parents yeah and so you just see each of those and it's probably over the course of like the same 24 hours or whatever
0: now are these are these uh plots intertwined
1: at the not really but at the end they all hang out with each other
0: Okay, so CBS said, hey,
1: give us a modern family. Modern
0: family family is funny. We need that. Right. And to go, you know, and they, it's, CBS is not, it's a single camera sitcom. CBS has not done terribly well with single camera sitcoms yet. But um, maybe, maybe they've they've positioned it on Mondays, which is their big sitcom day, I believe. Unless they, they might have broken that up at this point, but it used to be their big sitcom day. So we'll see what happens. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts on it?
1: Hey, the, just watching the commercial, like all of the jokes are so lazy. Yes. And just tired. And it's like the son who just had the new kid and his wife, his wife is all like, uh, this baby came out of my vagina. And then the doctor's like, don't look at your vagina for six weeks. And then the very next thing is she's like, I looked at my vagina week one. And then he's like, Ew and she's like, Ew. Big laugh. Big laugh. Like whenever you're ready with the joke. The I'm, trailer I'm I'm the trailer on involves
0: joke. one of the schlubby dads like taking his kid to school or something. To college, yeah. And he's like, No, you know, remember we're having the sex talk now.
1: It's like I didn't. I technically lost my virginity, in, or no? He says he lost his virginity at, in college. In college, he thought he lost it in high school, but it was disqualified. And the son has, says, "How is it? How do? You, how does it get disqualified?" He's like, "You know those cushions." He says I fucked a couch. Yeah, he's, he basically says I fucked a couch, which you just
0: you're just like, uh.
1: you're like, uh, but you're also like, why are you telling your son this? Uh, and like, the only turn could have been is would have been if the son was like. Well, I did that on purpose, so I guess we're even, Dad. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> make sh- make sure you turn over the cushions when you get back home, Dad. <laughs> Do show me a
0: favor. Show is created by Justin Adler, co-executive producer of Better Off Ted.
1: Yeah. So there's your there's something
0: there's something Better Off Ted. Some people really like that show. Yeah. Maybe there'll be some maybe there's some
1: to be shine there. To be fair, like. A show about a dysfunctional family, like that's been on television since television began. Television started. It's so. a classic format. There's nothing wrong inherently wrong with it. I just didn't like these jokes, and I found the characters all to be like screeching, screaming annoyances. Sure. Where I'm like, I'm not not that interested. Well, keep keep an eye on that time slot
0: for later uh, towards uh, November. That uh, it gets replaced by Supergirl.
1: Supergirl. Supergirl. One of the bigger shows of this season, I feel like. Calista Flockhart plays not Supergirl.
0: No, she is not Supergirl. She is the, the, the big,
1: the, the boss of the, she's the J. Jonah Jameson right. of, of the whole fucking thing. Uh, Supergirl Perry developed. White in this universe, I guess.
0: Developed by Greg Berlanti, who if you've listened to this show, We've talked We've about paths fucking Craig Berlanti about a thousand times. Allie Adler, who's a co-EP on Chuck and the New Normal, and Andrew Kreisberg, more Arrow and Flash folks, just yeah. developing the shit out of all these DC properties. Um, what do you think of the trailer for Supergirl? It's like
1: Superman. Effects laden. For got- the pilot. It's yeah. not going to be like that the whole no, time. Certainly not. But tell me, tell me if I'm wrong here. They never say Superman, right? No, they, they, she says, she says that that it's she says her cousin, Ka-El, and then she's constantly refers to him as my cousin. Yeah, her cousin gave her this super, gave her her costume. Which I wonder if there's a licensing issue, like if the Superman name is still owned by the CW from Smallville or like. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: No, I don't think they. Refer, Maybe they don't want to do throw they, it away. Do on they this? refer to him as Superman on Smallville? I don't think, I think they do. Don't they at some point? Oh, uh, they probably like. I don't know. It's, he's he's the mystery man.
1: I think they have to do it. Really, I think they have to say stuff like, uh, "How how how's your how's your vichy super man? man. Yeah, because it's vichy as a soup.
0: This this." this team is is fantastic all (laughs) this team is
1: fantastic for our purposes yeah
0: and then no the the last scene will be them saying
1: oh i know what to call us yeah the the and then the credits end and you're like well i'm mad that they did that but i'm glad that the movie's over so to watch (laughs)
0: Supergirl uh CBS's big foray into the superhero genre. She looks like she's having a good time. She's having a blast. But she's a girl s- that wants silly. it all. Silly. Can she have it all? Who knows? Who knows? She's a single woman in the city.
1: Yeah. Just hanging and banging. That's a- the thing that's yeah, that was my life. <laughs> now the thing that really bothered me, and I had mentioned this to you earlier, is that yeah. there's a shot in this trailer where she's walking towards an armed gunman. She's asked earlier
0: in the in the in the trailer we saw, "Are you sure you can you're bulletproof?" And she's like, "I think so." So she's getting so lit she's up with bullets, marching
1: towards this guy, and he just opens fire on her chest, and the bullets deflect off in the way that every Superman thing has ever shown, mm-hmm. and she looks down. And she's like, "Yep, bulletproof," and she's got this big grin on her face, like this is fun and exciting. Yeah, which on the one hand I like to see, like a superhero who enjoys being a god. Yeah, because most of them are like, "Man, it sucks being god." Yeah, Man of Steel. But this one, she's like, "Great." Yeah, which I like. But then I if you think, kill everybody, if you think about it for a second, you are like, she went into this not knowing if the bullets were going to bounce off, which make her seem real dumb. Because the look on her face, she's she's as surprised as anybody else. It's like, well, what were you gonna do if they didn't bounce off? You're just gonna get riddled with bullets and die in the street like a dog. Yeah, you know how you do, you know. And she's like, I rolled the dice on that one. Good for me. This
0: they essentially seems like like having seen the insane arrow and flash. Mm-hmm. They Greg Berlanti and uh, Andrew Kreisberg apparently have only one speed, and that's like okay, so they're unsure of their powers and they go out and then there's like a lot of like sexy drama and then they have like their confidant that's like their tech person. Yeah. And then... Then they go out, and then there's like the Rogues Gallery start up, but then there's some like overarching person that's also like really mad at them for some reason. Yeah, like the their boss, and and, and then and then they do superhero stuff, and then that's the end of the show. Thanks for coming back. See you next week, Mondays at eight, CBS, Supergirl.
1: I hate it. You hated this. Well, hate this was well, one of the long ones, too. This yeah. one was like eight and a half minutes long. I
0: just don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about superhero n- s- serialized superhero shows. I can't give a shit. Like, the the movie where it's The Big Adventure, mm-hmm. that's fine. But where it's like every week and you're just like, knowing what the budgets are for TV shows like this, you're just like, no. I No thanks. I don't want it. I don't want it. Yeah. Unless it's a show about J. Jonah Jameson. Now, imagine that, Mark. Mm-hmm. Marvel decides to actually produce a show about Jameson that you it's see. called The Bugle. You see, exactly. You see it's, Spider-Man. It's like in The, the b- Paper Chase. But, like, it's, <laughs> it's Lou Grant, <laughs> yeah. but with J. Jonah Jameson just being a fucking great scumbag. Get right. J.K. Simmons in there to do his Jameson. Oscar winner. And, like, that's the show. Right. That's what I want to see, or it's the one we pitched before of Gotham Power and Water.
1: Yeah, DWP.
0: Where it's it's the the Gotham DWP employees having to deal with fixing the city after it gets blown up for the fourteenth time. Right. That's you know, and they they like cross paths with Killer Croc all the time, and they right. just kind of nod to each other as they go to work.
1: Yeah, hats on. Yep, yeah.
0: and he's just it's I stuffed. Uh, he's
1: like, I left it open, guys. There's a. Uh... A lot of there's a body back there's there. There's a couple so. of bodies back there. You'll just you'll just need to thanks, jiggle them, loo- jiggle them loose. Shouldn't be too much trouble. We switch channels, Mark, and we move to the CW. Well, wait a minute. Oh, so is Life and Pieces going to make it?
0: It'll make it this season, but I think Life and Pieces will be another worst week.
1: Will Supergirl make it for a couple seasons? Yes. Okay. That's my guess. Okay. What do you say? Uh, life in season, life in pieces doesn't make it to the next summer. Supergirl sticks around for two more seasons.
0: We move to the CW. We change channels. 8 p.m. for the debut of musical comedy Crazy, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Ex-Girlfriend.
1: Mark. Uh, spoiler alert. This was the most repulsive thing that we watched really yes okay i was entirely turned off by the format yep the story Mm -hmm. everything going on in this show looked like garbage to me
0: here's your log line a crazy woman moves to west covina from new york city to chase an ex right there's that's pretty much it but there's also singing involved a lot of singing a lot of singing now a lot of singing
1: felicity was roughly this was about a girl who chooses which college to go to so she could chase down a boy, right? I thought Felicity was just about, like,
0: she, she just liked her hair. Isn't that what that it show was about? It was about her hair. No. She's like, oh, I got this hair. And no. she, like, cut her hair, and everyone was like, but you, that's the character. You killed off one of the best characters.
1: The hair? Yeah. They said the same thing about Joseph Gordon-Levitt's hair in Third Rock from the, the Sun. the oh, He had it down I, yeah. to his shoulders for a lot of it. And then
0: Got to kill off the best character yeah uh this seems like this was
1: um grading yeah and annoying the the idea is this girl had a boyfriend for like one summer in high school right
0: and then he breaks up and with then her. he breaks
1: up with her because she's insane and needy yes she finds him one day well, in new york
0: she's like super depressed a butter commercial uh spurs her to go and chase him she runs into him in new york he says he's moving to the west coast So she decides to just pick up stakes and also move to the West Coast, specifically to West Covina, which apparently there's a big running joke that it's two hours to the beach, four hours in traffic.
1: West Covina is not what you think of when you think of Los Angeles, especially Southern California, I think. Yes. But let's hang a whole show on this joke. It's like, why? Uh, and she sings songs it's about... It's a musical comedy. Right.
0: So it's a musical comedy.
1: Where your main character is this insane person who's annoying and loud and frankly not the best. She's not an aspirational character for women, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Because she's insane and chasing this guy down who has no interest in her. A little bit of background on this one. This was originally pitched to be a half-hour comedy
0: on Showtime... They passed on it and moved it to the CW. Got put into the uh, the good old show blender. Right. Extended from a half hour to an hour long show. Ugh. This is an hour long show. And uh, the pilot itself was re- re- uh, rejiggered because of uh, uh, is a lot more adult in its humor.
1: Now it's less adult. It,
0: they had to make it broadcast friendly.
1: Right. I do like there's a montage of her going to a party with another guy. And looking for this she's guy. She's like, making out. Assume, and he's, he's assuming like, that. He's like, what's, what's the deal, honey? Are you into me or are you into him? And she's like, I'm into you. And then we have shots of them making out around the house and her eyes just darting around looking for this other guy. And I was yeah. like, that's funny, but that's not a character that I want to spend an hour with every week.
0: No, no. It seems, you know, it's. Wh- I assume what it's supposed to be is it's like every. It's 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 the 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 Liz Lemon type where it's like their life is a complete disaster and people can relate to it. They, they she didn't get her shit together. Liz right? I can Lemon relate. Liz
1: Lemon was a successful woman who wanted it all and was a strong like character. She, she was
0: successful but she Liz her priorities Lem- were com- her job. Yeah, completely Liz, out of whack.
1: Yeah, Liz Lemon would never abandon her show to move to west covina and sing songs about it she would hate that character just like i do well
0: she this girl she
1: gets tempted to yeah she 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 doesn't she's gonna move to cleveland i remember that yeah for like 20 minutes she's tempted to move and they sing a song about it anyways this show looks bad the jokes are all bad uh i don't like that i have to listen to people this crazy woman sing yeah every week maybe she has brain damage Hopefully.
0: show is developed by Aileen Brosh McKenna. This will give you a little bit of background on this one. Uh, Aileen is a co-writer. She co-wrote Annie, the movie, 2014's Annie. Annie. And 2014's We Bought a Zoo. We Bought a Zoo. And... Also co-developed by Rachel Bloom. Mark, do you know who Rachel Bloom
1: is? Isn't she the lead character
0: she in this? She is the lead character in this. She's the lead actress. She is mostly known, she's an actress, she's mostly known for viral video hits in 2010 and 2011. Specifically, one entitled Fuck Me, Ray Bradbury. Do you remember this? Mark is getting up, he's walking, pacing the room. He's... Uh, Turned off a light. Oh well, okay. Good to open the door and he's gone. So long, Mark. It's Rachel Bloom, everybody. Oh no, he forgot something. No. Oh, came back. Yeah,
1: just... Might as well finish the episode. Yeah. Good yeah. Well,
0: he. He sure. already. He already. They're only gonna validate him. No. No in and out in the garage. Rachel. <sighs> Rachel Bloom. She uh, she produced a viral video that has several million hits entitled Fuck Me, Bray Bradbury, right. which I don't know if you've seen. I remember I hearing, this, hearing something about this very lightly uh, a few years ago, and I watched it again. And, Mark, do yourself a favor. Wa- watch Bur- it.
1: <laughs> Burn down YouTube.
0: <laughs> watch it, and let me know what you think because right. I have strong opinions about this because it's one of those things where... I I watched it and I was just like okay, we get it. This show and, won't last. And if it's if that show is going to be this,
1: okay. I just say we get it. This show won't last. Uh I don't I this she's I understand she's supposed to be the stand-in for all the boy crazy 16-year-olds that watch CW. But like this girl is a mess. This girl is crazy. She's not an ass. She's, she's 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 just bothers me. Yeah, and it's, and I don't want to see. This. I think it's
0: gonna be more cloying because of the music. And involved. the music is not gonna help. And the music. They not gonna if help. any
1: if they, if they keep the show on, if they don't just dump all of the episodes, which I bet they will. They'll try to re. They'll take a break, take all the music out, try it that way, try to make her a little more successful, a little more to get her shit in a backpack, and. Try it that way, but it won't work. The show is bad; it's going to be bad. Oh man! If you hate yourself, watch it. And women, watch this show. <laughs> All
0: right, I I
1: don't think it's. I'm tempted to say it's probably not going to last either. What was this? Not the worst show that we watched, in your opinion? It's pretty bad. Okay, it's pretty bad. There was the one that, that. There's
0: one other that might end up being worse. It was one that made me the most angry because I did the research on it, and I was just like, you know. Okay. All right. We move on uh, to 9 o'clock on Fox with the debut of Minority Report. Minority
1: Report, yes.
0: Based on the film
1: Minority Report.
0: The Steven Spielberg film with the same title, Minority Report is set uh, about a decade in the future from the movie. Yes. Not our future. Right. But 10 years past the events. (laughs) Ten years past the events of the Tom Cruise movie. What's the last
1: tax return you filed? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God.
0: God! Uh, and we follow a precog. The precog program has been shut down.
1: To set people up. In the movie Minority Report, a system is developed in Washington, D.C., wherein three psychics mm-hmm. are plugged into a in mm-hmm. dust, uh, an adults-only oh, yeah. bathing pool yeah. where they can predict the future, and a team of police need to prevent stop crimes before stop the crimes before that the psychics can see with limited information it was a really cool movie i like it a lot i think it's one one of the last good spielberg movies that he made um it's like that and catch me if you can are the last good ones and this show takes place after the psychics have been released from their pools. They can do whatever they want now with their lives. Yes.
0: So one of these precogs is still having visions of of the future. Deaths, yeah. And he's trying to prevent them, but he only has so many. He he doesn't have enough He has less,
1: even less resources than they did in the movie.
0: So he teams up with a cop, a no-nonsense cop, to try and stop these crimes and also keep this precog safe cuz they don't want him falling into the wrong hands. Right. The end. This uh, show reminded me of Terra Nova. It reminded me more of Quantum Leap. Well, it reminded me of Terra Nova and the fact that they're going to they paid and developed and will probably end up just pouring money into the show.
1: Yeah, at the time Terra Nova was the most expensive I think thing Fox had ever produced. Yeah. It might have been the most expensive thing on network television.
0: And so it just seems it, it, that's what it felt like to me. You watched it, and they're like, we've got this. We've attached this huge name to it in right. terms of we paid for Minority Report. We've got all this. And we're have to do. we going to have to do all of these uh, you know, sets, and it's big action, and blah, 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 blah. And then you get down to it, and you're just like, is it going to be OK? Are we going to be OK with Minority Report? Probably not. I think if I take a guess, is one and done. We get one season and that's it.
1: Uh, probably this. It seems okay, but the the main thing of the main problem I think with this show is Minority Report came out like ten years ago. Yeah, they
0: don't have people really, have
1: kind of forgotten about it. Don't
0: have the name to hang. Well, you know, Philip K. Dick is uh, is big in these days.
1: Yeah, now the kids love Philip K. Dick nowadays. Kids love
0: Dick. Okay. Oh my god.
1: Uh, <laughs> I kind of like the idea of like I, I like the idea of the show, but Minority Report was 10 years ago, yes. if, if not more. Mhm. And the other thing is do you know do you remember why the movie is called Minority Report? Do you remember what the Minority Report is? No. Some sometimes not all three oh, that's right. psychics agree. Yes, and, and so then there's
0: like a bit of an overlap with the
1: the midpoint thing is like Tom Cruise needs to find the one piece of information that is the discrepancy between the three p- precogs yeah and you're like oh that's kind of a stretch as far as the name goes here no connection <laughs> no reason to name it that just call it, the it movie you future know future people it's
0: the movie. It's, I can see the. I can see through the future
1: yeah um, we gotta go we gotta go back we gotta go to the future this we one might be go. good this one could be good I don't I think it's just gonna be too expensive in the end yes I think that's what it's, it's gonna end up being
0: NBC, 10 p.m., Mark, with the debut of Blind Spot. Blind Spot. Still on Monday. A lot of a lot of big new shows. Blind Spot, NBC. Um, Martin, G- Martin Giro. Gyro? Giro. Uh, co-executive producer of Stargate Atlantis and also a writer for Bored to Death. And Greg Berlanti. Oh, again. Greg Berlanti developing this show. Which, uh, according to our trailer, is about a mysterious tattooed lady who doesn't know anything about her past. Right. Or why she has all these mysterious tattoos. Sick ink. Uh, is discovered. And the FBI. In the center of Times Square in a duffel bag. In a duffel bag. Which, you, you know, they're comfortable, All right, You don't have a sleeping bag, you might as well get in a duffel bag.
1: The, the thing that I like about this is that the right the, the, the opening is it's the middle of Times Square in the middle of the night. A cop sees an unattended bag, mm-hmm. uh, flips out, uh, sees a tag on it that says, call the FBI, opens the bag, naked woman all all inked up. Yeah. And that's like, whoa, what's going on? What I like is that if it was just a naked woman in the middle of Times Square with tattoos, the cop would be like, let's, let's just keep it moving, honey. Let's <laughs> just, this is a walk in space. Keep going. You
0: gotta, yeah. Yeah. People got to get to the FAO
1: Schwartz. I don't think that's there anymore. I don't think it is either. There's a Toys R Us there. Uh, People got to get to the student tickets booth. Yes. TKTS yep. booth. Yep. I got to get to the M&M store. Yeah. The uh, Olive Garden. Ugh. Ugh. ugh!
0: Can't use the bathrooms unless you're paying. All right. You're going to pay. You're definitely going to pay.
1: And if you do pay, you will use the bathroom. Uh,
0: The FBI finds her and realizes that her tattoos relate to mysteries that they must solve. Right. This is basically the born Identity, but with a woman.
1: Right. A sexy dame. That's it.
0: That's what the show is. Um,
1: and she has an FBI handler. Yeah. And um, they, she has, like, magic. She has, like, superpowers, effectively.
0: Well, no. She has, she's, like. She an, has muscle
1: memory. So, like, people swing a broomstick at her, and she just beats up every person she, in this tenement building.
0: The, the broomstick swings, and so she's able, so to, able to get to, <laughs> No, she, she has all of this, like, you know, she's almost like a Manchurian candidate where she's got, she's, like, activated. And so right. she she is able to fight, but she doesn't know how she knows how she's able to fight or she why she knows it. She speaks different Chinese languages. And, yeah. yeah. So I think this will fall into that category of, like, the blacklist where there will be some people who really like it, but I'll never watch it.
1: Yeah. I think this show has feet. I think it'll last. Yeah. It's got an attractive woman showing off her her. Tatas, her a bi- yeah,
0: all the time because she's just coated in these tattoos.
1: Right, and at a certain point, if this show goes more than three seasons, I think people will realize: like, is she getting new tattoos, or <laughs> I feel like we covered every part of her body.
0: We move on to Tuesdays, Mark, 8 p.m. for the debut of ABC's The Muppets. The Muppets, another big show. I feel like this is probably one of the bigger shows of the season. Created by Bill Prady, who is a creator of the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. And writer of Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. So they got that pedigree. And Bob Cushnell, who's a writer for The Simpsons, American Dad, Sub Purgatory, Samantha Who, etc., etc., etc. A lot of shows. Et it's a behind-the-scenes look of a new Muppet show. Right. Um, I don't necessarily think... That it's going to be as funny as people hope it's going to be.
1: Yeah. The Muppets have a lot of love. They have a lot of, like, goodwill. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people just lose their shit whenever they talk about the Muppets and how great this show is going to be. But from what I saw, again, hacky jokes. Same bits I've always seen. Gonzo doesn't like that the way that they're doing the show is, like, Office style. yeah. But they still do it anyways. But it's okay because Gonzo doesn't like it. And I'm like, I've I've seen even this. Well, like I think even in the Modern Family,
0: oh pilot, yeah, somebody says, says
1: like, isn't this a hacky and tired way to do things? And then we smash cut back to seeing... somebody doing it, and I'm like, oh god, this is you guys couldn't come up with something better.
0: Um, I also think it's gonna be a lot of wink, wink, nod, nod, like you know, kind of fourth wall breaking jokes, right? And then it's. It's like there's a joke where Fozzie is like dating a human woman and they're not sure how that's going to work and it just doesn't it doesn't feel like the muppets I don't know maybe it could be funny I I, I, I hope I, it's funny I, I ho- want it to I, be funny Exactly I think everyone wants it to succeed but I feel like I what I'm worried about is like I don't want I don't want Kermit to tell like dick jokes or like you know banging isn't that miss piggy's thing she she tells dick jokes yeah no is it yeah. i don't think so no like one of the big things is he like broke up with miss piggy now he's dating like another
1: pig like a younger pig yeah and i'm like that and like the t- <laughs> it's the... weird for them to be like get me a sexy puppet i feel like I... was the direction okay. give me a it's... sexy pig puppet. puppet yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Right, here it comes.
0: Uh, I say it lasts, I don't know how long, maybe a season or two. I don't know if it's got anything beyond that. I think people will be excited for it. But then once we hit mid season, I think some of the sheen will wear off and people will be like, Ugh, I prefer the Muppets to not be this, not, not be this.
1: Right. Some things you want to just keep in your memory is like a fun little thing. And updating it isn't necessarily a good idea.
0: Uh, Fox, 830, the premiere of The, the Grinder. All right. The Grinder looks funny. The Grinder looks looks funny.
1: Yeah. Uh, Here's the Give us the pitch for Grinder.
0: Rob Lowe plays an actor who has uh, finished his run, a successful run, as a TV, run. TV lawyer. And now has gone back to his family, who actually has a law firm, and based on his experience as a TV lawyer, feels like he can also take part in their law firm. Right. Uh, Ben Savage. No. Fred Savage. Dan Savage. (laughs) Fred Savage. Fred Savage. Plays his brother. Right. Uh, And his brother is stressed out, saying, like, well, he's the successful one coming in here, and now it's just going to be like it was before. And... There's a lot of jokes. He's in the courtroom. He does the thing where he like takes off his sunglasses, and
1: he yeah. There's this joke that I bet plays better on the show than it did in this cut, where they show him taking off his glasses for dramatic effect over and over again. Mm-hmm. And then he's in the courtroom and he tries to do it, but he's not wearing glasses, so he asks a woman if he could bother borrow or, her glass. Exactly. A juror. Yeah. So you asks a juror. And it's like that's funny, but it, you spoiled the joke by just. Throwing it all at me in three seconds.
0: Um, hopefully, it's able to keep up the steam. Uh, I mean, pass the pilot. The pilot right. might be really funny, but then,
1: like, you can't really do...
0: Well,
1: it seems like the idea is Rob Lowe will pass the bar miraculously and become the, an, like... An actual lawyer. Yeah, but he's, like, the mouthpiece to Ben Savage. Because that's the thing, is that Ben's Fred Savage mm-hmm. is nervous... And can't talk uh, when he, he's he's a bad lawyer because he can't he doesn't have the, the pizzazz that a good lawyer <laughs> needs, apparently. Yeah. So if the two of them were combined. You have a great lawyer, right?
0: ooh I'd call that show partners.
1: I think that is partners <laughs> on USA, right? It's FX. Oh, I'm thinking of a uh, white collar. I even... <laughs> Suits. 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 Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs>
0: Great show. Uh, This one might have legs. This one could be funny. This one could be funny. This one looked
1: like there were good jokes in there. Um, How long have we been saying that we need to get Rob Lowe and Fred Savage together? Years.
0: I've been saying it for daily. It's part of my daily affirmation. One day, Rob Lowe. What can I do to get those two together? together. We move over to CBS, 10 p.m. mark. It's the premiere of the drama based on the movie of the same name, Limitless. (sighs) You know that big time movie, Limitless. Limitless.
1: Now this has Bradley Cooper in it.
0: Bradley Cooper is an executive producer, and he's in the goddamn show.
1: But I don't know for how much.
0: I don't know either. Probably not a lot. This
1: makes me wonder if there's like if there's a contract agreement. Like when he signed on to do Limitless, they were like two movies, and if we do a TV show, show, you have to be in it. Yeah, okay. Well, also he was like, "Look, this you're paying me." Limitless came out, like, before Bradley Cooper was gigantic. Yeah. Right? So he's like, just as long as you pay me as much as they did on Midnight Me Train, I will <laughs> sign anything you put in front of me. Uh, this move, this show
0: uh, follows a dude who becomes the who smartest. Becomes limitless. He becomes the smartest man in the world when he eats a pill. Right. And he teams up with a police officer
1: to solve. Is it a pill? Because it, I'm pretty sure it's just those little plastic things that you put. Under Unlike, glass tables. Yeah, yeah. So I'm that pretty sure that's it. It's just scratch up. I'm pretty sure that's what he's uh, taking.
0: This, it's, he teams up with a cop and they solve crimes. But he's supposed to keep his like limitless drug under his hat, but right. he doesn't, and
1: so Bradley Cooper's like mad about it. So it's, it's he becomes a genius, but he also becomes aware of his own limitations, which allows him to do incredible things. Boy. If, Which that, if that I'm were the fully case, aware of I am my own exactly. If that were the case, boy howdy! You don't see me jumping off of fire escapes. Uh,
0: this seems like it's an episodic. It's, it's going to be like kind like,
1: of like it's going to be crime of the week. It's like but it's with a the procedural.
0: Guy. But there's a little bit of an arc, so it's going to kind of be like the fugitive. Kind of like
1: CBS is pushing this big. I think this will last at least two seasons. Yes, I agree. Um. It might be fun, maybe, but I think it'll be in the vein of like, I, actually, you know what? It'll be more like Elementary. Yes. Where it's like, it's like, there's a big crime. There's a crime and a big mystery, and then he solves it in the last minute, and the girl is the one who kicks ass, even though he can sometimes kick ass, but he'll always be. What if he gets real? Yes, what if he gets ass l- kicked? What if he gets like, for, right after being Limitless? There's you know the valley just drops off yeah and he becomes fundamental like like he he's so dumb yeah. he like poops his pants once the powers wear off yeah and like can't talk can barely stand he turns into jerry lewis
0: yeah hey, lady. that sounds like a show right isn't that
1: dramatic like there's a him standoff and, him and
0: bradley cooper have like eat, eat the limitless pills and they have this yeah. big like Day
1: long fight, and then they become dumb and they at become the same dumb, moment. And they like lean up against Does each other. other and
0: just fart. Yeah, yeah, that sounds really fun. Let's,
1: let's, let's write, write that write. Spec script.
0: We move on to Wednesdays. The CW, gearing up for their big new show, big time Legends of Tomorrow. Oh yeah, developed by Verlanti, Greg Verlanti, Andrew Kreisberg, and Mark Guggenheim. If you've heard our Arrow show or our Flash show, it's pretty much the same fucking thing. Right. It's a bunch of people, like the Flash and Arrow and
1: White Canary, human, human
0: Iceman.
1: It's, it's Captain Cold and Heatwave. Yep. Firestorm, White Canary, which I there's there's another character named Black Canary, who's the more famous comic book character. She's mm-hmm. a white woman. And. But. So when they were like, White Canary, I was like, oh, is this more of that Hollywood whitewashing, for Christ's <laughs> sake? I, I had to look it up, and she's like a minor assassin character. And I was like, I still don't like this. And Hawk Girl. Hawk Girl. Hawk Girl. And Flash and Arrow.
0: And they all team up and fight oh, through. Oh, and the
1: Adam. And the Adam. Ray f- Palmer. They fight through time. But this Atom is more like. Iron Man. Yeah, he's like then the Atom.
0: He's like, I'm rich playboy, but I don't know how to use all my toys. Yeah. Um, We fucking... Rip Hunter God, is we there. we fucking get it. We get it. This DC superhero fucking horse shit. Do we need
1: three shows on the CW that are superhero shows? That are the same fucking universe, Mark? I don't... You get all pissy about it. I don't have a problem with it because guess what? Just don't watch it. I won't! Okay,
0: everybody wins. But we could we could have three shows in the Crazy Ex Girlfriend universe instead. We gotta dig yeah, dedicate that's time. That's what you want time to learn that's about the, the stunning backstory of the thing. White canaries. That I've dog. always
1: said about the CW is it doesn't matter what the content is. The show is hunky person. Yeah. Wants girl. Yeah. Can't have girl or hot girl. Wants hunky person can't get them. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if there's vampires, superheroes, dogs, who ca- girls who break into songs. Doesn't matter. That's what you're getting when you tune into the CW. Legends of Tomorrow is going to be a whiz pal like, look, we're going to finally give you what you want. Vandal Savage, the greatest <laughs> ICGN's number 32 greatest villain of all time. Yeah. Vandal Savage, and all of the fucking superheroes you want, right? Yeah. It's the it's the Justice League TV show that you've always been wanting. Yeah. With, With all well, the D-listers. Yeah. I would say C at best. At best. Because I don't think Flash and Arrow are going to stick around for this whole show. No,
0: because they have their own fucking right. shows. They're going to be like, look, I got to fuck off. Uh, I don't know, Captain Cold, dude. Go uh, go freeze them. I don't guy? know
1: why we need two fire guys. We have We got two we why do we have two? We have heat wave and firestorm.
0: It's too much it's too much fire. I'd rather have a water guy. Can we get a water Ooh. guy?
1: Yeah, waterman. What's, what's the water guy from uh Pokemon? Squirtle. 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 Give yeah, me a squirtle. Get, I
0: want a Squirtle. I need a water I need a water type Justice League. It'll last a handful of seasons and people will forget People will look up and they'll say, wait a minute, there's five seasons of this will, show? Will
1: this show... Well, Supernatural is still fucking on. Yes. It's like season 18. Yes. I haven't seen frame one of Supernatural. Have you? No. We should watch the Supernatural. God, no. <laughs> That's a rabbit hole I do not want to go down. Um, Legends of Tomorrow seems like they're throwing a lot of money at the pilot. Ultimately, it's going to be crime of the week. What are the heroes that show up for this episode going to do about it
0: if they're written funny maybe it'll work but it'll just, it's just going to be a lot of like oh man hawk girl didn't even pay attention to me she knows she's gonna like me because i'm a bad guy See, i'm cabin cold but i got i want to date hawk girl and Hawker's like, I'm a strong, independent woman. I ain't got time for no. Oh, Captain Cold. Ooh. And then they're going to get together like season three and everyone's going to lose their fucking minds.
1: There. I spoiled the show for you. I'm sorry. Meanwhile, the Adams just putting it in whatever he can. Just
0: banging like just, just subatomic holes, okay? Yeah. Just incredible, incredibly tiny subatomic holes. We're under attack
1: holes. by dust mites. I'll find their queen. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> well, I nope. guess we'll see him later. Put an end to this.
0: <laughs> we move on to Thursdays. Now, Mark, NBC at eight. I want to know. All right, which one of you jokers? Which one of you jokers got this show made? Okay, I don't. I, it's not funny. Okay, who's, who's the ad wizard? Uh, no, it's not funny. I don't know what silly heart decided so to write NBC and ask them. Hey, can you bring back heroes? Mm-hmm. Because they did it, Mark. Heroes were born. They didn't know
1: it was a joke. Heroes fully loaded. That they
0: that the person was like, I'm going to write a letter. Heroes <laughs> the like, quickening. Oh, man. I don't really love
1: I'm just just sh- sh- writing the letter. i um, dear dear NBC, dear NBC, I really loved heroes. <laughs> yeah, I wanna know what happens. Please bring it back. Please
0: bring it back. I need to see I need to see what happens to...
1: make sure you have the guy who can read minds and the guy who doesn't have powers but he has glasses. Bring that guy back. Bring that please. guy back. Okay, on. but I don't want anybody else. <laughs> it's just
0: All right. Oh man, we're probably gonna get a sign sign photo of Bob Greenblatt, man. It's gonna be great. And then they look them, and they're like, "Due to popular demand, what we brought back heroes." <laughs> no, oh, oh no, yes, everybody, that's right, heroes reborn. Tim Craig is back as mm-hmm. well as executive producer Mark. After the shit show that this, the fucking shame spiral that this show hit, I uh, watched its way the, out the door. I
1: watched the first season of Heroes, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I like this." but there's something off about it. Yeah. And it was that all none of the like when the heroes would butt into each other, it would only be for a couple of minutes and then they'd go their separate ways. And I was like, I got a lot of like separate threads to keep in line here. This is a little frustrating. And then when it came when the new season started up, I was like, I don't want to have to remember everything that happened cuz a shit ton happens in that show. Yeah.
0: Well, this is being billed as a mini series so i don't
1: think is it like a backdoor
0: uh series? it'll probably be like a i don't know how many episodes the order is but it'll probably be like 10 yeah. if i had to take a guess or eight and then if it's popular enough they'll be like okay well we'll bring it back but this show had such a fucking
1: like awful history as what it, ended during up, its run. What ended like? Why did it turn people off? Well, know?
0: I think it's because exactly what you were talking about. I believe it got so far up its own ass in terms of like, well, you're going to have to read the comic book in order oh. to really experience the whole hero's experience. Yeah, they got way too excited about the idea of like multiverse, like multiple streams of revenue in terms of the storytelling. So it's like, we got a comic book and an ARG and a video game. And well, isn't,
1: isn't the idea, ulti- like, isn't the thing like, look, Marvel's doing it. Marvel's doing now what we did, but they're doing it successfully. Let's figure out Let's how to make that.
0: So NBC wants their taste of the superhero money. Right. Uh, and they're going to this, but they're going down this avenue. So they're like, fuck it. What do we got in the hopper? Right. Oh, we did. We
1: did. We, we could still bring, have that heroes. We show. could bring back Wonder
0: Woman. No, no, they didn't do Wonder Woman. No, they did. Uh, Bionic Man. Uh, Bionic Woman. Yeah, we could do Bionic Woman. Uh, I think they passed on Wonder Woman. Actually, yes. Um, so fuck it. Let's do heroes again, right? Right. So we got that. Dust that
1: off. So that means all five networks now I have some superheroes have, for you. Have superhero shit. Big budget superheroes. Exciting, right? It's no. just like you always wanted. I just want to know what Joker said. Bring back heroes. We need to
0: bring back heroes, you guys. It's so good. And so good.
1: they kept, in this in this commercial, they flashed, like, a couple of people from the original series that I remembered. Yeah. And it's like, Heroes Back, that's the guy's name, and it really pissed me off.
0: Yeah, with an I.
1: Yeah. Nissan Versa. And... <sighs> He that that's, was that's another thing. That was the other thing that pissed me off about the original Heroes was the blatant product placement. Yes, NBC because, was
0: going nuts at the time for blatant product placement.
1: Because there's a subplot in Heroes that our main hero, the guy that you like who can teleport, really like, and he somehow buys a Nissan Versa, or he finds it. He finds a Nissan Versa, and he's like, Nissan Versa, great car. And then they drive it and it ends up like saving the day no less than six times. Yeah. Exciting. And I'm, like, I'm excited to see more Thank of it. Thank you. Yes. It's, you know, you want more Pe- DVRs? Here you go. Peter Petrelli might as well be like flying through the city. And then he loses his ability to fly, falls down. And then his pants leg like, gets caught on his all new dockers. Oh. And he looks at it and he's like, I don't have anything to worry about. They never break. These <laughs> seams never break. And close-up of the scenes, holding steady. Yeah. He like pulls out his phone. He's like, don't worry, getting that ladder out here. I'm, I'm doing fine, and I'm comfortable.
0: <laughs> then we just hold on a two-minute shot of the
1: logo. That's it.
0: And then, yeah,
1: somebody else is like, help, get him down. Oh, no, he's wearing Dockers. He's wearing Dockers. It's he's fine. fine.
0: It's fine. It's fine, everybody.
1: Yeah. We jump over to CBS. Heroes. Just they're gonna do their eight episodes and call be, it a that'll day. That'll be it. That'll okay. be it.
0: People who like the original series will see it again and they'll say, "This
1: is still a this big is why I didn't fucking tune in mess." For this.
0: CBS, nine thirty, half hour sitcom. It's like all the worst
1: parts of X Men. Yes, it's like characters are just getting thrown at you and then they get fed to the chopper. That mm. was the other thing that bothered me. was like anytime we'd meet a new person with superpowers, Siler, the bad guy, would show up and cut their head off and eat them, and I'd be like. This is no different from earlier when he did the exact same thing three epi- like every episode. This is no different. Yeah. Nothing is changing. He's just eating more people. Yeah. And I don't care. Save the cheerleaders, save the world. I don't know what happened with any of them.
0: There's a carnival involved or something? They carnival.
1: Don't... Oh. To really... go to Rio.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we jump over to CBS in the debut of their 930 sitcom on Thursdays, Angel from Hell. Angel from Hell. Uh, created by Tad Quill, who was, it was a co-EP on Scrubs and Spin City. Yeah. Um,
1: Drunk Angel tries to help a girl.
0: Jane Lynch plays a offbeat angel who we're, we're led to believe that she's an actual angel. Right. Who is now, try, the way that trying to help her guard her um Her, her person. Yeah.
1: The way that I remember this show being pitched was that you were not going to be sure if she was... Or wasn't an well, angel? Well, it was or wasn't an angel, but it seems kind of clear to me that she is. She actually is. She's Unless, totally a drunk, fucked up angel.
0: Yeah, like all the stuff in the trailer seems to lead you to believe that she actually is. It'd be hard not to. Um, I mean, there's ways she's to. She's in that around picture
1: of. She looks at a picture of her. The the ward looks at a picture of herself and she's a child and the exact. Jane same. Lynch is Jane in Lynch, Lynch is there and she's looking so exactly like, the same. So it's like, yeah, I guess she probably is yeah an angel
0: and i was thinking to myself oh well maybe that maybe it is that she's she's the one that's crazy she's imagining jane lynch because she's gotten so fucked up but then she, she jane, interacts jane with lynch interacts with other people so i was like well that goes away yeah uh part of me w- wishes that she actually is an angel from hell
1: which would be a devil yes <laughs> <It's> a sexy <laughs> devil gets a day job again uh, I can tell you right now that, um, uh, this is a show my mother would watch. What if they oh my, you know what? You might be onto something. The reveal at the end of the first season is that she is a demon and the girl is the Antichrist. Yes. And, and she's like she steering, steering her in that towards, direction. She's like, I don't, why should I run for president? She's
0: like, people love you. People just listen so to you. You could just
1: do what it. What would I even do if I was president? Bomb Yemen <laughs> and take back the holy city. What? Why the, would I do find that? Find the
0: sacred sword.
1: Why, yeah. Unleash the 12... Break the 12 chains and free <laughs> the dragon, the Ogdru Jihad.
0: Well, that... The that seven that are one. Well, let me let me go I, ahead and tell you
1: another I, folksy story. She, she's on CNN. She's like, I just I just want to do what's right for the American people. And then Jane Lynch, giving her the, like... She makes, like, dragon fangs. And break the 12 chains and free the seven dragons that are one. <laughs>
0: Four more years. Four more years.
1: Biden's over there. This is more of the same. This isn't this, this hasn't hasn't changed.
0: changed. <laughs> it's, this is more of the same. Uh, Yeah. So uh, I can tell you That's right now. is a good show. This is a great show. The show. Uh, is This show, show will go. This show will go.
1: I like that. I actually kind of think this show is funny. <laughs> I liked it as well. Yeah. I saw
0: it and I was like perfectly like this is a perfect Jane Lynch vehicle. Right. She can be snarky and smarmy. But at the same time, it'll have that like Scrubs thing where it'll like be funny, and then like something will happen Tilt because just enough because she's like involved in the afterlife, so right. she's like, oh, she can talk about death and oh about my God. heaven
1: she, and God. If she, if you won't listen to me, will you at least listen to? Thomas Alva Edison.
0: <laughs> you must really... It's, it's a wax. It's a, a wax cylinder. Yeah. Going, you must release the dragon right. from the twelve
1: chains. Well, Adi- Edison wouldn't, really, wouldn't steer, he me would wrong. steer me wrong. would <laughs> no. so
0: steer she'll. This will. This will fit perfectly in that. People love this kind of shit. Yeah. It's and like, the
1: scene where she's flirting with the girl's brother was funny to me. Yeah. I but, don't know how often they're going to do that but it looked funny to me.
0: I like, a, like there's a part where they get into an argument and she leaves in a huff. The ward does. And she's like, I'm not following you. I really have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> just going to
1: piss in there. <laughs> Cause you see her doing like nine shots in the scenes before it. It's like, I, I got a nuclear situation. And then
0: she, she's like, I have cancer. And then we smash cut to her talking to, to her in
1: the yeah. bar. And she's like, I don't have cancer. I ain't, I ain't got cancer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if they can keep that kind of like, she's a big shithead. Like yeah. that's the
1: shithead angel.
0: Thursday nights 9:30 I think they I think they also CBS also thinks that they've got maybe something on their hands. Yeah. It. We'll see. A single camera sitcom as well, so hopefully could be good. It could be good. We move on to Fridays. Wrapping up with Fridays. Specifically all I want to talk about on Friday is ABC's entry 8:30 Uncle
1: Buck. Uncle Buck. Andrew, you were not pleased with no. this. No. This, in my estimation, could be funny. Could be. But all of the jokes in this commercial are lifted directly from the original Uncle Buck.
0: The pilot appears to be just a 22-minute retelling of the movie, and uh, I'm a huge fan of the movie. Right. Like
1: I, I've seen it, and I enjoyed it, but I want to describe myself as an Uncle Buck devotee.
0: I am. It's a great movie.
1: Yeah. However,
0: there's two Sorry. things. Mike Epps. Th- Uh yes. Uh he's he seems game. Yeah. Like like there's some. He seems like energetic and fun. But it's a lot of like we you know it's like why don't you like Buck? And they're like he poisoned our dog. And then we like smash cut to like a dog reaction. And you're just like oh god.
1: You're not gonna make it,
0: dog. (laughs) However, there are two things that I'm disappointed about. Okay. One, no tone loke at all during the entire show (laughs) or during the entire. Trailer, right? Because like, if they Was tone loke in the original, like funky cold the d- that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like that song is playing throughout the movie. Is playing throughout the movie. However, the thing I really hope, which I'm going to splice in right now, I'm going to play for you. Okay. As I hope they, I want them to use the intro, shot for shot, from the 1990s sitcom adaptation of Uncle Buck. Right. There is a there is a one season a 1990 adaptation starring Kevin Meany, mm-hmm. and the intro is a I Mark I'm not going to say work of art. All right. We'll but it's it's a it it's a work of
1: art. Give it to me. That's pretty bad. Uh this show looks better.
0: N- I the- it would be better if they had a theme song that would
1: explain Yeah. What the show is about. He's and got is, his heart on his sleeve. He's
0: got—he's a walking
1: New Year's Eve, yeah. Mark. You'd—you'd you'd ask him to leave if he didn't put a smile on your face. That's
0: the thing, and it just—it tells me it's like, oh, I know, I know how to feel about this the, character now.
1: The thing about this show that gives me hope is that I liked the jokes that weren't lifted directly from the show. So Buck,
0: like, where he goes and takes a picture of the fucking kid coming out of the shower. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that he's obviously a pedophile. And he's and thr- has found socially acceptable ways to look to at black, little boys blo- to dongs. To blackmail this kid too. to have footage of a teenager's <laughs> dog on your phone. He's found a I way. I hope that
0: somehow comes around and yeah. <laughs> that the police like stop him and say, oh, "Sir, can we uh can we can see I take phone? a look at your phone?"
1: No. Um Now, the thing about the original Uncle Buck is that the family is out of town, right?
0: Uh, yes. What
1: this show seems to be setting up is that Buck is is just going to live with the parents. Yeah, they specifically
0: say, can Buck live with us and be our Manny?" manny? Yeah.
1: So I feel like what needs to happen is the parents need to die while they're on their vacation so that Buck is the sole caregiver. Because that was the whole thing. If the parents are there, who gives a shit? It's just... It's just like, um, it's just step by step where Buck is the guy that lives in the van.
0: Well, not necessarily because uh, with step by step, they were home a lot of the time. So I'm assuming that these
1: guys. So like at the beginning of every episode, the parents, the parents are, are going to like, be
0: at work. They'll have to send Buck to go to the parent teacher conference. They'll find some fucking way I think to make it just Buck and the kids. I
1: think that's worse than if the parents died in a murder-suicide well, there's always we can always get the twist at the end of the episode. Right. Um, they pull up and their car explodes, and then Buck has to solve the crime while caring for the kids. Developed by Greg Berlanti. Yeah, yeah, sounds great. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Mark, that's
0: uh, that's pretty much our high-low roundup of this season's. Um...
1: We watched a lot more. We watched listen, a lot more. Listen for our supplemental where we cover everything, including. Like- the player. And truth... Code be, Black. Truth Be Told. Lucifer.
0: Did you notice it in the Truth Be Told trailer that they didn't bother to change the title card in it?
1: They didn't? <laughs>
0: the, the show is called Truth Be Told, but at the end of it, it uh, refers to it as, you know, Watch People
1: Are Talking. <laughs> it's originally, it was called People Are Talking. I didn't catch that. Truth Be Told looks kind of bad. Truth
0: Be Told is going to be bad. It's the only... Um,
1: the only multi-camera sitcom that I saw a bunch. Yeah, Mark Paul Gossler adult film actress, somebody. somebody. apparently It's
0: it's it's a diverse. Now group that's of the people tie-in. that's fun. the tie-in
1: that we need to do. The na- the nanny is actually an adult film actress, and you can watch her pornography. Mm. That is re- directly related to the show. Ooh. Okay. What do you think of that? That sounds good. That's synergy. Mark, we're gonna move on. Uh, so, Andrew, like overall, what do you think of this crop of clo- of, of of shows? Crop of crop of cloves. A crop of cloves.
0: I get more cynical every year, so I am absolutely no uh, barometer. And also, we've said it before: trailers are so hard to cut. I mean, you go well, back. Well, also the
1: pilot is so rough. The is pilots, be so the rough. pilot.
0: Like- the pilots. We've said this before on this show. We've said it before in our own personal lives. Pilots are hard to fucking write. Mm-hmm. They're hard. It's very rare to find a very good pilot. And if you find a good pilot, to make a good series out of it is even harder.
1: Right. So. We didn't even talk about Wicked City. No. Which they way? had the easiest commercial. It's star of film and television, Jeremy Sisto, looking at the camera and saying, like, look, this is what our show is. Please watch it. We we filmed it on location on the Sunset Strip. You're gonna love it. Please, please watch this please. show. Oh please, oh please God, please. It's got everything please. you want. It's got Gossip Girl's Ed Zwick. You know, Ed Zwick. Right. Please. It's it's he kills people, and we follow him, and we follow the cops. Please, just it's, just. That's what the show is. It's just DVR it watch it like twice have it on in the other room please this is your what good if, old buddy Jeremy Sisto just, we, you know <laughs> I've never we... led you astray before
0: Say, tell me one time tell me one time I have led you astray I don't know who you are oh that's even worse <laughs> <laughs> than zero times um so, uh, we're going to move... I don't know. It's, it's, it seems like there, could, there are obviously going to be some standouts. More than likely, the shows that we picked, which seems like we were high up on The Grinder and Angel from Hell, probably won't last. <laughs> yeah. Maybe <laughs> Blood and we're, Oil. We're terrible. Uh, it's, it's such a crapshoot in terms right. of picking winners. But, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, are there any themes that you noticed? Superhero shit... And let's try and use properties that we already
1: have access to uh, and um, go from there. People with babies, I feel like. People with babies who shouldn't have babies. We didn't talk about Grandfathered.
0: Well, we talked about it last week.
1: As well as Lucifer. Yeah. Like, super-powered people with long arcs and comedies about people with babies who shouldn't have babies. Which, again... People with babies who shouldn't have babies like that—that that goes back centuries. You know, that's babies having babies. Babies having babies. So, Andrew, you and I are now tasked with, with what was our assignment this? Writing season? the very next, uh, hot
0: property, pro- hot property pr- slash promo. I don't know. I like man. <laughs> we watched about. All these fucking things, and well, that's like fifty things, and, and then cried. we we fucking cried, and we said, "Well, it's all looks like shit, but right. we'll never we'll never get a taste of that shit." Yeah, in the end. So, Mark, you and I wrote something. We'll go first with you. Okay, I, I, I this is a promo that we that you've written here. I don't
1: know. You be uh, voice on radio. Voice on radio, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. Exterior. Space. A tiny rock of a planet hurtles through the endless void of space. As we get closer to the planet, we see that it is Earth. The planet continues towards us, and we break through the upper atmosphere and enter into a sea of clouds. Exterior. Earth. Sky. Clouds part and a massive rocket hurtles through the sky. A tiny blue dot chases the rocket. Powerful man, Vio. That's me. The blue dot gets closer to the rocket. And believe it or not, this is not the worst part of my day. As the Dock comes into focus, we see a muscular man in a blue costume. Powerful man catches up to the rocket, grabs it, and flings it into s- space. PM presses a finger to his ear and speaks into a radio transmitter. That does it for all the missiles. Tell the president that he can sleep well tonight. Unless the bears are playing tomorrow.
0: <laughs> Actually, you better get back to the base. What's wrong? Your teenage daughter is here. And she's got a teenage daughter of her own!
1: I can't be a dad! I'm Powerful Man! Well... You're now Powerful Dad. Powerful man looks directly at the camera. Houston, we have a problem.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> big, big laughs.
1: Oh, boy. That's exciting. I feel like that's something that could be on television. Absolutely.
0: I wrote what would be next year's preview. Oh, okay. So, like, it's, it's basically, it's, it's, I wrote 2016's preview, some shit. Okay. Uh... We'll, we'll see where it goes. This year, Tuesdays on FOX have the hits, as we announce 2016 as the year of the hits. First at 8, Jonah Potts hasn't seen his parents in a very long time.
1: My parents and I don't get along. Oh yeah? You burn down one sister's wedding arc, mid-ceremony, and then apparently your persona non gratis. But after losing his career, cash, and everything else,
0: there's only one place he can go to get back on his feet. Ding dong. Hey, Dad. Good to see ya. Oh, it's you. Who is it, dear? Our jerk-off son, Jonah. Well, that can't be right. He's- Oh, my God! It's a
1: ghost! Hello to you, Mom.
0: He died! Six months ago, Harold, our son is a ghost!
1: Dulé Hill is a deadbeat
0: son, beat dead by life. And some poison. And in order to get into heaven, he's got to straighten things out with his family. Mom,
1: Dad, I'm bringing a ghost lady over tonight, so don't be weird. We're not gonna be weird.
0: Smash cut to Jonah and sexy girl ghost getting heavy. There's banging on the wall. Ghostbusting might make you feel good, but some of us have to work in the morning! What are you shaking your head at? (laughs) Dead Broke, Tuesdays on Fox. And you think we don't got funny book shows? Well, hold on to your dick as executive producers of Gotham tackle the story of another young comic book superhero. That's right, Superman. they already did that? When? 10 seasons? Oh man, okay, um, well, executive producers of Gotham tackle the genesis story of another young comic book hero.
1: This town is polluted. Pimps, whores, drug dealers, unwed mothers, urban types, welfare queens, this town is screaming, Dollar. Can't you hear it? And I'm the only one who can do something about it. This
0: year, money is no object. It's the only object on Richie Rich premiering at nine, and we got some other crap too. I guess I think we have a reality show where people sing TV theme songs. It's probably called Things Aren't What They Theme or something like that, and probably like a game show where people guess how many marbles are in a jar. I don't know. I, who the Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? I, I gotta. I'm gonna go. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Fox, be there. It's
1: 2016 in yeah, a nutshell, Mark. It's pretty good. I'd watch all those shows, actually.
0: Mark, why did you tusk your? Why did you tut tut at my Ghostbusters joke?
1: <laughs> it was obvious. <laughs> Bustin' makes me feel good. Everybody knows. I that. Mean, yeah, yeah. Ghostbusters
0: might make you feel good, good but it's almost got to work in the morning. morning.
1: Yeah. I, it's these. It's a joke that would make that show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Should we should we write uh, Dead Deadbroke? Dooley Hill needs some work. Well, we could retool
1: the Spooktacular, perhaps. Ooh.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Maybe we've stumbled on yeah. something. Well, Mark, that's gonna do it for this episode of Best of the Best, but it's not Best of the Best. It's Episodic Memories.
1: It would do it for this episode of Best of the Best, if this were Best of the Best, but, but it's it not. Is not. It's episodic, episodic, memories. episodic Memories.
0: Mark, if you'd like to email us and ask more about what the hell is going on in our terribly damaged brains, you can do that at at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash botvpodcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, leave a review there, or you can listen to so Stitcher, 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 which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. All the information, and more, flickeringbox.wordpress.com. Mark anything else. Keep being you, man. It's you. It's this guy. It's this guy. Right You're here. the hero. This guy. You're all the heroes. The real hero is you.
2: Yeah. It's all you. Powers don't make you a hero. Heroes make, heroes you, a make power. you a hero. Uh-huh. Reborn this summer
1: uh, who, who, who asked for? Who?
0: all right Wait, who's the joker come on hands in the air hands in the air